Hey, I'm Mari. And I'm Savannah, and we're the Politos. And we're here talking about simplifying our life, growing and loving our family, and learning about the world. And today we're talking about Audie's name. Fans on. Yeah, AC's on. Honestly. It has to be. In the last episode, I think you could hear the AC. In this episode, you're going to hear the fans and the AC because it is just too stinking hot. I think... Okay, so here's the thing. Yeah? Today is the very first episode of our goal of six episodes that we're trying to record. Ahead of time. Like, batch record. Yeah. Within a week. Yeah. Within a week. So, that's because Savannah is going to deliver... You know the baby, the baby. <laughs> so sometime between this episode and the the sixth episode, the baby's going to be yeah, born. Yeah, basically sometime between this when this episode comes out and when the Halloween episode comes out. Spoiler, <laughs> little sneak peek there. Yeah, the baby will be born sometime during that time, but you won't hear us talking about it here because all of the episodes, hopefully, up to the Halloween episode, will be pre-recorded. Yeah, that is very true. So. This week and next week, not so much, but this week has been really hot. And next week is not going to be as hot, but that's why the fans, the AC, all yeah. that stuff is on and you hear that in the background. Yeah. It's really hot. We have tried, we recorded some actually, uh, some episodes without the fan or the AC on. And by the time we were done recording, we were, we're just sweating. We were sweating. Yeah. 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 Let's get into it. Let's talk about this week as we were as i like to call it like dodging the heat we tried to dodge the heat mm-hmm. during the hottest time of the day we di- we made it a priority to get out of the house mm-hmm. turn off the ac yeah save some energy and some money. money yeah and go somewhere public like panera starbucks, starbucks target uh, Costco. <laughs> yeah, so run some errands. Yeah. So this week has been really long because mm-hmm. Monday through Thursday, not today because today's Friday, um, Monday through Thursday, we we had to do that. And Friday, I had to st- I was, uh, Fridays are my longest days, so I get to stay at home like all day. Yeah. So we, we didn't get the chance to do that. But Monday through Thursday, we did it. Mm-hmm. Every day around three or four. We would leave the house, and then we wouldn't come back until, like, 8 or 9. Yeah. And, yeah. and that actually is very uh, physically draining. It kind like, of is, yeah. It really is. I mean, some of the time it was fine and kind of relaxing, and we were definitely thankful to just have the AC. Yeah. But, yeah, it was just, like, it's a lot to be gone, like, for that many hours every day for four days in a row. Mm-hmm. We like to be at home. Yeah, yeah, and we do have some stuff to do at home, but it's just That's the thing, too, yeah. It's like we needed to do stuff, but we could really only do stuff like in the mornings or at night, but yeah. Thankfully, we're past the worst of the heat wave. Yeah, the hottest was 116. Yeah, I don't know. Well, that's what was forecasted. I don't think it actually got up to 116, but it was close to that. It might have been like 114. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was crazy. It's still hot, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, That's so hot. 114. That's insane. That is so crazy. So... I know. Hopefully, this heat wave is... I hope so. Yeah. Like, yeah. I hope that it's just a downhill trend from now on. Yeah. We are going to be in the middle of September now and, like, pretty soon. And come on. We got to, like, feel the the, the fall weather. Okay. So, along those lines, I Uh am proposing... 
and potentially starting right now a new segment. Should we have a jingle? If you can find a good one, yeah. All right. Here future, it is. Future Audi. Here it is. Thank you for this jingle. Now, this may be a letdown because I'm basically going to do like four installments of this segment all at once because I think I just have to get all of these off my chest. Yeah. And then we may never visit visit it again, but maybe we will. We'll find out. Who knows? So this segment I'm calling Spotted at Starbucks. (laughs) And I thought about this as I was sitting at Starbucks on one of these hot days. (laughs) And you said, you know what? I just came up with this idea. I was like, okay, cool. Yeah. So I have four installments of Spotted at Starbucks to share right now. Okay. And all of these happened within like a week of each other. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. And big things, small things, some of them weirder than others, but I just got (laughs) to talk about it. So I'm going to start with the, okay, upon reflection, it might just be three things, but still. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, okay, so I'm going to start with the least weird. Mm -hmm. And the least weird thing that happened that was still noteworthy is we were at this Starbucks and there were these two guys who, they were kind of like around for a little bit. I feel like they were doing other things, sort of. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden I look over and I realize that they were playing a full on big size chess game yeah. in the middle of the Starbucks mm-hmm. at like the big communal table. Yeah. Um, they had taken over like one whole, like almost half of the table. Yeah. And it was a very big chess board mm-hmm. with big chess pieces. But the thing that really got me was that they had like an official chess timer that they were using. They did. So yeah. they were like serious about this chess game <laughs> that they were doing in the middle of Starbucks. Mm-hmm. And then what made it funnier was that we were back at that Starbucks the next day and they were there again playing chess. Yeah. And also like working on the computer, like they were doing other things. And it was weird. I never saw them both just like sitting down focused on the chess game Mm -hmm. i really saw them like up and around doing other stuff while the other guy was like taking their turn it was very interesting Mm -hmm. so that was funny second thing Uh which is my favorite thing even though it's not the craziest (laughs) thing but this was my absolute favorite and i wanted to get a picture of it so bad so we're at a different starbucks actually Mm -hmm. and there is this older gentleman Mm -hmm. Um, he was probably in his, like, what do you think? Early 70s? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I'm going to say early 70s. Well, if this might give some uh, context. He fought in Nam because he, he mentioned that to this other, like, older lady who was there. Who they so were maybe 80, in the 80s. You think? No, he wasn't in his 80s. You don't think so? I don't know. I don't know when Nam was, to be honest. That might be, uh, it's a little embarrassing to admit. Like 1960s. Was it that in the 70s? 70s i was gonna say in the 60s it might have been in the 60s i don't know yeah i think the 1960s i really don't know but anyway so he was as old as a person who fought in nom maybe would be yeah 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 he mentioned that to um this other lady who he was not with but they they were just chatting for a second Mm -hmm. so i kind of noticed him mostly because i heard his conversation with this lady and then he's kind of doing some stuff and like getting himself settled 
And all of a sudden I look over and I noticed what he was doing as he was like getting himself settled. Yeah. So he has a laptop, mm-hmm. typical of being at Starbucks. Typical. <laughs> but then, I kid you not, he pulls out a full printer. Yeah. And he hooks it up. And it was like a small size printer, but it was a full printer. Mm-hmm. And he had a carrying case for it. Mm-hmm. He also had with him a full like box of printer paper, like he had just bought it from <laughs> FedEx or something, yeah, yeah. Or from like Office Max. Mm-hmm. And so he had that with him, and he just you know takes out a stack of paper, he loads up his printer, and then he's just working away on his laptop. And I never actually saw him printing anything, but you said that you did see I or heard hear, it. yeah, because it was right next to me. Yeah, he was behind me, and and at one point. I start hearing a little, I'm like, what is that? And then then I realized, oh yeah, the printer. It's a printer making those sounds. It wasn't super loud. Like you said, it was a small, uh, small printer. And it was just so crazy that it came in this like hard case, right? He took it out (laughs) and I was just so shocked because because I've never seen that at a Starbucks. No. Or at, or at a, any coffee shop. And so that's pretty awesome because that's something I thought about, like doing like, oh, it, it, in case I do need like a, to print stuff, like Honestly, just bring it. Honestly, I could see it, you doing that. You know? It's funny to me too because like there's no reason why that's a problem. No. And it's just like a step above, you know, being there with your laptop. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it's not that weird. And yet, it was so funny. Yeah. It was just so funny to me. I got a huge kick out of it. And I really wanted to take a picture. Also, the other thing was, he was like, his station where he set himself up was the kind of bar seating that is like at the window. Mm-hmm. And he was taking up so much room. Yeah. It wasn't crowded in there, so it wasn't a big deal. But I was like, oh my goodness, he's taking up like five spots. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was very funny. Mm-hmm. He just had his stuff like spread out. Yeah, he was like at home. The only thing he needed to be like at home, like to bring his home into Starbucks was a floor lamp. <laughs> yeah. And it would have been like a whole home office. Yeah. Just like bringing the little lamp there and. Yeah. <laughs> honestly, it was so funny. And I just wanted to know, like, what was the thought process and what was he working on? Like, what was he yeah. printing? What was he working on? And also I was just saying like, maybe like, does he not have Wi-Fi at home? Is this like really where he goes to do his printing yeah. and his work? Yeah. It's very funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You would think that because he had like a big stack of paper. Like yeah. You mentioned. You would think that he was like printing his like thesis. You would for honestly. his master's degree. Maybe he was. Maybe he was. Who knows? Maybe he was like printing his memoir. He was like writing his, his memoir. His memoir, you know, of his life. Yeah, totally. Yeah, that was great. That was crazy. So, all respect to the guy because that's something that I thought about doing and never really have the guts to do that. So that is amazing that he did it in the first place and just like sat down and was like at home yeah you know i could see you doing it i also have i'm thinking of somebody else who i feel like would just totally do that with no shame really because there's nothing wrong with it like i said it's just that it's socially it's just weird socially you feel awkward and he was by himself yeah so that's another thing that like he just like didn't care mm-hmm. and maybe he asked permission which i'm, I'm sure that he might have 
you know, don't just see why you sure. would need to, though. Well, you never see this happen at a, yeah, a coffee shop. So. But it's just using Wi-Fi the same way that using your computer right, is. Right, but it's just like, it's a, in a way, it could, be, it could be a nuisance to people because you're taking up a lot of space and the sound. And I guess the space is the main thing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's not that loud Mm-mm. when you have, like, the blenders and stuff of the coffee shop. Yeah. It's not that loud, which we'll get to that in a second. <laughs> but anyway, all respect to the guy. I... I, that's amazing yeah honestly yeah and I also didn't know that um, printers come in that size me neither yeah it's a nice size printer yeah, actually it was, it was a literal like travel size printer but it looked nice it looked like it was like a new you know mm-hmm. nice printer yeah we should uh, look into that if we need to we should it was like a two, two feet like a long honestly maybe yeah. less maybe less maybe. it was like very small yeah it was mm-hmm. pretty small it was like as small as it could be because it had to you know, be able to hold what, and print and the paper. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. Last thing. Yeah. This was the weirdest. Yeah. So can I title this one if I could? Sure. If I could, it would be, how loud can you get at Starbucks? <laughs> okay. So back at the first Starbucks, the one with the chess players, uh-huh. we were there yesterday, right? Or was it was it, yesterday. It was yesterday. And... The way that we were seated, I was facing, like, the main... Like, I could see everything that was happening in, in the mm-hmm. in the Starbucks. And you were facing the wall. I was, yeah. The reason I bring that up is because I noticed at one point, I kind of looked over at, again, that long, like, communal table in the middle. Mm-hmm. Chess guys were not here at this point. No. They had already left. But I just noticed at one end of the table, there were all of a sudden a lot of teenage girls Mm -hmm. like i think that they were probably in high school right totally okay i was gonna say am i getting old enough to where i'm like oh yeah they were in high school but really they were like 20 no they were in high school okay i thought so yeah and then it was funny because you all of a sudden for whatever reason looked over your shoulder and you and i hadn't said anything about it and you were like that's a lot of girls and i was like yeah that's the same thought i had it was just and then more girls came in and then instead of guys came in yeah so then i was thinking like well is there like a bus yeah so parked somewhere yeah so after those girls had kind of like established themselves there then a few other girls trickled in and joined Mm. them and then a bunch of high school guys came in and also like joined them like they Mm -hmm. all knew each other yeah yeah and so they were taking up like the whole communal table plus another smaller table Mm -hmm. um so there was a lot of people yeah. And then the rest of the Starbucks was also full. Like there were people at every single table besides mm-hmm. that. They were there for a little bit. Once like all of them had gotten there, including the guys, because they came in last. Mm-hmm. They were there for a little while. And <sighs> this is going to be difficult to explain, but I think that people will get what I mean. In a coffee shop, there's like a base level amount of noise all the time Mm -hmm. because there's like the machines you know the espresso machine the blender all that stuff is happening like all the time and then there's music that has to be like louder than that yeah and so there's always like a base level fairly high amount of noise in a coffee shop Mm -hmm. but it's not like a noisy environment but it's just that it's just a baseline level of noise. Yeah, the clicking and clanking of yeah. like coffee cups and everything. Yeah. Yeah, so it's actually a fairly noisy environment, even though we don't really think about it that way, mm-hmm. you know? So, because of that, 
when you have a lot of people there, it it can start to get loud because everybody has to talk loud enough that they can hear each other over all of this noise plus the other people talking. Yeah. So with that many kids mm-hmm. <laughs> who all knew each other there together, they did start they started to get pretty loud. But it wasn't in my opinion, they weren't being obnoxious at all. No. They were just loud because there was such a big group of them, similar to like if you have a big group of people at a restaurant, they're going to be loud because they're like talking to each other across the table. And then it gets louder because other people are talking. So you have to talk louder than them so the person can hear you. Yeah. 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 So there's just, yeah, it just grows and grows naturally. But nobody was, it wasn't like you could hear like, oh, this one person is talking super loud or being obnoxious or like anything like that. So it's like at a bar. Yeah. But with less people, obviously. Mm-hmm. But that noise level of, like, going to a bar. And there's just... That's true. A lot of people talking, laughing, you know? Yes. And yeah. yeah. So, it's like, if you are trying to talk to someone, you have to, like, be pretty close to them. Yeah. To be able to hear them. And that, that was just, like, the level in there at that time because yeah. there were so many people. And I'm sure maybe that them being teenagers might have added to it a little bit. That they were, like, maybe a little louder... you know whatever and like laughing and stuff Mm -hmm. okay so i wasn't thinking anything of it all i knew all i was thinking was that there was just a lot of teenagers in here and there were so many people that the the level had gotten kind of high okay super high all of a sudden with no warning out of nowhere one of the baristas who's probably who was probably like the manager maybe maybe i was just gonna say that she was probably like in her mid-20s. Was it the person that I talked to? I didn't see the person who said it the first time, but then when she said it the second time, I saw who it was. She has, like, split hair, like, black and white. Oh, no. no. Okay. But I think that she was, if I had to guess, like, 25. Yeah. Okay. She all of a sudden yells, top of her lungs, across the whole Starbucks, like, from back behind the bar. She yells, Guys! And then it, like, falls silent. It's so silent. You could, you could hear a pen drop. Yeah. She yelled so loud. And, yeah. And it got super silent. And nobody was really, like, knew what was going there, on. There was, like, a three-second delay after yeah. she said that. Yeah. yeah. And she goes, let's try to keep the noise level down. There's people working, people trying to study. So, please, keep it down. <laughs> and then it was so awkward. Nobody, like said anything i think everybody was just kind of like looking at each other and then everyone kind of went back to what they were doing and it was a little quieter a lot quieter oh yeah and then naturally started getting a little bit louder kind of getting close back to where it was Mm -hmm. and she does it again yeah and she goes guys can we keep it down Mm -hmm. and then again it got kind of quiet And then it got a little louder. And then one thing I noticed after that was that whenever the music kind of died down a little bit, I noticed that the group of teenagers got quiet. Like, I I guess maybe they were kind of like self-conscious about it or something. I don't know. But I did notice that there were more moments of like where it got quieter. Mm -hmm. But then when it was louder and then like the, you know, the blender and the music and stuff got louder, then people naturally got louder to talk over it. But so it never really got super quiet, but that's, again, that's not how it normally is in there. No. 
so yeah it was super weird yeah what uh we never really discussed our thoughts on it but what do you think about that yeah we haven't talked about it i thought if i was them if i was part of the group i would be like so annoyed yeah that 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 because that person was yelling at that group so if i was part of that group i would have been kind of like salty towards her yeah and it was obvious she was talking about them because yeah she of what (laughs) she said about like other people are trying to work and blah blah blah. yeah yeah yeah. so that was a direct yeah uh, comment comment yeah yeah i think it was a little bit uncalled for yeah i think that she could have uh maybe just walked up to the group and said hey can we uh lower voices and stuff instead of like Instead of, like, embarrassing them in front of everyone else. Yeah. I think that that was... I don't think that was the right call, because as you yell, that's like, okay, you're trying to get our attention. But also yelling is aggressive. Right. But then, yeah, then, so, what she said, it it was said in an aggressive tone, Mm -hmm. right? Um, Even though she was, like, trying to do it for um, the the, the sake of people right studying maybe, or whatever or maybe she was just annoyed or maybe annoyed yeah but it was aggressive yeah 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 so i, I think that i think that she should have just uh, walked up once or twice and told the group like hey can we uh lower the the volume or maybe first like lower the music because that mm-hmm. was pretty loud yeah that's the thing i'm not sure if they increase the volume of the music because it got super loud with like, people talking maybe or the music was loud already um so maybe lower the music and that's kind of like a hint i think that you start to realize that like oh what happened to the music like it's quieter i think that you realize that as as you are like mingling in the maybe. coffee shop maybe well i've noticed stuff like that i think that i'm like oh yeah like okay because you trying to your voice level should shouldn't surpass the the volume of the the music otherwise you're pretty loud yeah that's true you know so it should be a little under so it just depends on like I, th- I think that the music is the the baseline in a way well not baseline but it's just kind of the limit like the ceiling yeah and i think that's just a natural thing like i don't think we, we usually think about that consciously no yeah like think about a bar and stuff it's so loud because there's there's like loud music yeah right and that's intentionally mm-hmm. so then you could just not just hear silence but just hear noise yeah. throughout the night so yeah so i think that they should have lowered the volume first and then if that didn't work as like a little like hint like hey mm-hmm. you you should be quieter than the music then go up to them and talk to them that's what yeah. i thought and i mean do you think as a customer there did you think that they were that it was a problem i think at one point yeah it just depends like what i was doing if i was there to study or whatever yeah i think that i would find that really uh distracting okay but but here's the thing. I think you go to a coffee shop to um, do whatever, say study, but you know that there's gonna be there's gonna be people talking. Yeah, it's not a library. Yeah, it's not. So I think it got to the level of like, yeah, it got a little too loud, but they were not being like super loud and like you know laughing and joking and whatever you know, mm-hmm. um, like they knew where they were. Um, yeah. I think just because there was a ton of people and again the music, mm-hmm. so so all that to say, <laughs> I don't think it was a problem. 
Yeah, I mean, I think I agree with you for the most part. Like, it was loud. I didn't really, I don't know, I wasn't really thinking about it. I don't know. I, it was loud, but it, I just keep coming back to, like, they weren't doing anything wrong. Mm-hmm. I really think it just had to do with the sheer number of people that were in there. Yeah. For the most part. I think that it was the wrong call because essentially you're just telling them like keep it down or like leave or like you're yeah. not really welcome mm-hmm. you know like your noise level is not welcome here yeah so i don't know i think that i would have been like hey i'm out of here you know i'm not gonna come back yeah um, and yeah. like we've seen people get kicked out of starbucks for reasons that seemed completely reasonable Oh yeah, that's another thing. Yeah, we saw the same day we saw the the the, the guy with a printer. We saw, I think. Oh, no, no, it was no, a different day. It was a different it was day. was at the same Starbucks. Yeah, yeah. We saw two people get yeah. Out the, of cop, Starbucks. the cop came and uh, yeah. escorted her out. Yeah, and that's fine. That, I mean, they do have the right to like ask people to leave. It's just that again, they weren't doing anything wrong, and I think that the biggest thing to me was, and this might be like a personality thing, was that that happening like her yelling like that was seemed so socially inappropriate yeah and that's the biggest thing like when that happened i literally felt like i was like at a school right like that's yeah. really what it felt like was like i was at, in a cafeteria yeah. at school 100 percent. and so that just felt so strange to me that i just couldn't like I couldn't justify it in my mind. Like, that's just not the, this is not the time and place to do that. Like, that's not how you get people's attention or whatever. Like, you know, like you're saying, if there was a legitimate issue, then she needed to go up to them yeah, and talk to them. But I think that that would have been difficult because no individual person was doing anything wrong. So she would have had to like try to address the whole group. Mm -hmm. And there were so many, but yeah, I think that just the social part of it just made mm-hmm. me, it actually made me feel uncomfortable, even though it wasn't <laughs> yeah. directed at me and nothing. I mean, it was, everything was fine, but it really did make me feel uncomfortable because it was so socially inappropriate. Yeah. So, right. and then the fact that she did it again, I was like, wow, she's doubling down on this. <laughs> Interesting. No nonsense today. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think that, yeah, I still stand with what I said, right? That I think that things could have been handled a lot better um, in the way that they were handled. It just, to me, speaks like, well, I'm not, as a customer, I guess, like, I need to not be as loud as them. Otherwise, I'm going to get um, scolded at. Yeah. Right? Uh, at the end, they, everyone left, the, that big group of guys and girls, they they left. And I think that the, most of them, what I saw is that they addressed that that star, barista and s- maybe said sorry or something like that, but they talked to someone behind the, the counter. Oh, really? Yeah, and maybe they, like, they acknowledged that something. They but they might have something. just said, like, thank you or, or something. Or maybe thank you or something like that, too, yeah. you know, in a way, like, oh, yeah, sorry or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, so at the end, good. things were handled, I yeah. think great um by the the group of people but uh yeah it was weird it's a shame i'm (laughs) shame man next week i'm going to tell a story that is in many ways the opposite of that one really well i'll just say that my perspective on it is like the complete opposite of the perspective that i took about this situation what is it about 
It's about hmm, one how, woman. How will I say this? One one baby. This is about. Well, I'll say this. Yeah. Um. This is what I told you after this thing happened. Okay. I said, I am genuinely worried about our youth. Oh. <laughs> oh my god. So in this situation, I was like, nobody did anything wrong. Like, what's yeah. going on? And then next week, I'm going to tell a story titled "I am genuinely worried about our youth." Yeah, I'm and looking forward I to might it. come across as like as John Green says, um, "Old man yells at cloud." <laughs> No, no. Th- there's some justification, 100%. Okay. Well. Yeah. A little sneak peek for next week. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get down to the needy gritty. So today is when we revisit the episode that never was. Episode 99. That got deleted. The redo, the, <laughs> the episode that I deleted. <laughs> on purpose. No. <laughs> on accident. So episode 99 becomes episode 102. Yeah. And last week you said that you were not ready to talk about it. It's going to take you a long time. And then you look some like a, a, like a, a treat. treat and I have a cold brew right now. So yeah. homemade cold Decaf brew. though. So Decaf. Not really doing much for you. But it's all right though. It's all right. That's still a special drink. It is. It is. So today's the day that we talk about the name. And I'm going to, so there's going to be like my story. Yeah. And then for the most part, and then you also have some stuff to talk about. A little bit. A little bit. And then at the end, we'll talk about the project I was teasing about. Yes. We know the structure of this episode very well because we've done it before. (laughs) So how we're going to do it is you're going to ask me questions, maybe the same ones from last time, if you remember them. I'm kind of like a little drained emotionally, emotionally already. So wow. <laughs> so persuade me. How are we going to do Persuade no, you? No, it's okay, so, well, so take all, it away. That's fine. And first of all, this is going to be the last time that we reference the last time we recorded it. Because I, this just needs to be a fresh take. Here we, we don't go. have to think about the way that things were before. Yeah. This is going to be its own thing. So we're going to do this a little bit interview style. So I'm going to ask you some questions. Yeah. Pretend like you never met me before. Oh, wow. (laughs) If I had never met you before, these would be weird questions to ask, I think. (laughs) First of all, how dare you? Um, Okay. (laughs) Okay. So first question, the most basic one is, what was your name when you were born? Yeah. And I was going to say, what is your name now? But I think everybody knows. But what was your name when you were born? It is different than the one that I have now. Yes. And that is Adi. First name, middle name, Josue. First last name, Pimentel. Mm-hmm. My second last name, Ibarra. Okay. And now it's Ari Josue Polido Ibarra. Yes. So you'll notice that the Pimentel was replaced with the Polido. Another P. Yes. Yeah. So initials did not change. No. That was a good question. Thank you. Um, so Pimentel, where did that name come from? Not like <laughs> <laughs> the origins. Not like the origins, but just in your life, where did it come from? It came from the baby daddy, <laughs> right? Am I saying didn't, that correctly? Didn't somebody just refer to you as the baby daddy? Yeah. The other are day? you th- are you the baby daddy? Oh yeah, I was that CHP officer? Yeah. Um. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that. Are you the baby daddy? Yeah. It's because like. People don't want to assume. Yeah. Just say, are you the bio dad? 
Or you, I was gonna are say, are you the biological father? Or you could just say, like, are you the dad? <laughs> you don't have to say baby daddy. Are you the one that impregnated this woman? <laughs> <laughs> Guilty. Guilty as charged. No, no. Anyway, anyway. sorry, what was the question? <laughs> okay, okay. So yeah, so it came from the baby daddy. It came from the baby daddy. The yes, bio father. Your biological father. Yeah. Okay, so let's give a, a little bit of back ground information yeah. on not on the baby daddy <laughs> what? Okay. no let's give a little bit of background information on um the way that last names work in mexican culture yeah because i wasn't super familiar with this mm-hmm. and before i met you yeah and so some of our listeners may not be either okay so it might be a little bit confusing but here it is so the mexican tradition is for there to be two last names. Not hyphenated. No hyphen, no nothing. Just two names. So the first last name is the paternal, right? Mm-hmm. So that's from your dad. The maternal is the second last name. Yeah. Yeah. So that's it. So that's how the Mexican tradition is, is that you have two last names. Yes. It gets... So I asked my mom this, sim- this similar question, and I think they, she was confused or... And that made me confused, I think, a little bit. So um, they told her, like, okay, the way that works here in the American uh, culture is one last name. I think they told her, I think, like, two last names, right? Who's they? I think the doctor or, like, someone from the hospital, I think. And so I want to mention that because she told me in the in the Mexican... Like, if you are born and raised in Mexico, it's a little different. Yeah, I know. I remember when we were talking to her about this, we were trying to find out, like, what happens when people get married. Like, do women change their name? And, like, which name gets replaced and all of that. Mm -hmm. And it was a little bit confusing. It was. But it sounded like in traditional Mexican culture, like in Mexico, Uh that... It sounds like women do not change their last name. Is that correct? I think so. Yeah, they they don't. They okay. don't they just carry the the name that they But then it sounds like sometimes in like Mexican American culture that the woman when she gets married will replace the father's name with her husband's name. Yeah. With her husband's last name and then keep the the second part the maternal last name. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's the Mexican American tradition yeah the mexican tradition like we just you just said is that the the mom the wife keeps her last name and she doesn't add the husband's name yeah and then when so then when two people have a baby yeah then i they take the first last name of both the mom and the dad right i believe so so the yeah yeah that, that makes sense with yeah like your name because mm-hmm. you had your dad's First last name and your mom's first last name as the second one. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. So that's it. Yeah. So yeah. that's uh, just a little backstory on the way the names work. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So I think you've told the story before about how your dad came into your and your mom's lives when you were about two, right? Yeah. 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 So my dad. Now my bio dad, mm-hmm. right? So the bio father left before you were born. Before I was born, yeah, 
Yeah, actually, I was talking to my mom about this uh, last time I saw her in person and uh, got a little more information about um, about like the time, the, the time and stuff. And I won't share a lot of it because that's not my story to, to share. Mm-hmm. But I'll share my story, right? Uh, so um, for the first two years, it was my mom and I by ourselves, mm-hmm. right, conquering the world. And <laughs> I'm just amazed and shocked of like the stuff that she told me, like that she had to do by herself. And yeah. Like, oh my goodness, like how? Yeah. And I'm about to, we're about to have a baby, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking like, oh my goodness, you had to do this all this stuff by yourself. I like, know. I can't imagine. So yeah. Anyway, so the first two years, us, and then my father. So I call him father, dad, right? <laughs> you don't Papa, call him father. Let's be Papa, honest here. Papi. Um, <laughs> Papi. <laughs> uh, so he comes into our lives when I was two years old. Mm-hmm. And then that's it. So I, I've, I've known him for 20 plus years. Yeah. 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 Uh, sorry, what was the question? <laughs> I didn't ask a question yet. You didn't? I just said, uh, well, I, would, I guess I did. I said... He came into your life when you were two, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, but th- what I was going to say after that is your, and then your siblings came mm-hmm. along a few years later. They did. So they, when they were born, they had, they were given your dad's last name. They were. So yeah. they were, their last names from birth were Polido Ibarra. Yeah. And so what I wanted to ask you was. So, yeah. So to make clear. The baby daddy, his last name is Pimentel. Yeah. And then, yeah. Oh, and then, yeah, Ibarra comes from your mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then uh, Polito comes from my my dad. Yes. That came two years. Yeah. Yeah. So my question is, growing up, did you ever think about or um, have any feelings about the fact that you were the only person in your family with the Pimentel name and that you had a different name than your siblings? Yeah, I I didn't because my my parents. So again, I think I already established that I call my dad dad, right? Yeah. And yeah, they're my parents, my mom and dad. They told me at a very young age, once I was able to really absorb the the information about the, the truth about the bio dad. Mm-hmm. And actually, I remember uh, my mom telling me years later on like how i responded to that information to that news and like my what they did my mom she hands me a picture of the bio dad and she says here's um a picture of him because that maybe one day you 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 might want to know what he looks like mm-hmm. right and so i see it and then i hand the, the picture back to her and then I say i don't care like i think this pointing to my dad like i think this is my mm-hmm. real father and i run to him and hug him so I, I grew up like knowing the the truth and that didn't really affect me that much. Mm-hmm. I didn't really think too much of it. Yeah. It wasn't until I was in high school that I started to Yeah, think like, well, yeah, Pimentel is is the name I'm carrying with me mm-hmm. for forever. And then yeah, my brother and sister are Polido, you know, and so I'm the, the odd one out in a way. Mm-hmm. Um have that a different last name and so yeah like i'm just carrying this name and and so then i get into um college and things change a little bit i start to think more of like well yeah i think that 
the pimento is it is like who I am. My identity is embedded in this last name that includes Pimentel. Mm-hmm. And so, all right, like whatever, you know? And, and so I didn't know that there was like something I could do about it. Mm, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So at what point did you first like think about changing your name? I think it was maybe like three years before we met, I think. Okay. And I thought about, yeah, more about like how cool it would be to just change your name and mm-hmm. like, and have a whole different identity and, and carry the Polito name and have that be the same as your, your siblings. Right. And then, um, that thought would come in and, and go, but it really st- stayed with me for a while. Um, when I think we were dating and mm-hmm. the more we talked about marriage, I started thinking about just like the, my life. Right. And, um, your last name too. Uh, and, mm-hmm. and thinking about Pimentel and I'm thinking, man, like this is my life. Like Adi Pimentel has been my life for 20 plus years. Mm-hmm. Like it's going to be so weird changing it, but I shouldn't do it for like the, this life I've, I've, I've built with the, this last name like it, that, you know? And so, um, I, I started to think about like, all the awards and the certificates, like all the school achievements and everything that I've done that has the Audi Pimentel Mm -hmm. that you can't really change. You know, you can't go and say, hey, can you reprint this, right? (laughs) So, so yeah, so I'm just starting to think about all the people that I've met with with the Pimentel and everything I've done with it. And uh, I just thought like, well, it's a lot. but also, like, I think it's going to be a really awesome story if I do change it. Like, mm-hmm. I think that that's really significant. Mm-hmm. So, um, the, during the time when you came, that's when I really seriously started to consider it. And then once we really talked about marriage and talked about, like, okay, we're going to get married at this time, I said, okay, I think I, I really want to change it. Okay, so let's talk briefly about the the process for changing yeah. your name. Yeah, the process uh, took a long time. <laughs> yeah. So I thought it was going to be harder, actually. I thought it was going to, like, you needed a really awesome, crazy, elaborate reason to change your <laughs> name. And it turns out you don't. Yeah, you don't. So the application process, it takes a while. Mm-hmm. So I'll break it down, right? Um, but I want to talk about the, like, the thing that really shocked me the most and that was the reason. Like, you, you have to include a reason in mm-hmm. this application. It's like one of the very first things that you have to write down. Yeah. Right? It's the first page. I was shocked that the, the, the space for you to write your reason was only about, like, three or four lines long. Mm-hmm. And that's it. There's no, like, it's not like you have to fill out this big, like, you know, uh, two-pager or whatever story. It's just, like... <laughs> three lines that's funny because that seems like uh more room than i would expect i would expect there just to be like one short line <laughs> yeah it was it was uh that short for me i thought so i was like oh wow okay i guess i just filled in fill this in and that's it so the process was i 
write down okay here's my old name and here's the the petition name right and it was a little hard because i thought okay well i have to have it written exactly how it is and started to to really freak out about my middle name and think (laughs) about like does the e have an accent like a little accent little line you know above the e in spanish or is the u i know because it's like okay this is (laughs) going to change my name forever yeah and so i call yeah. my mom and she said well i think she said the e and then she looked at the birth certificate and she said well they're all in caps so there's no accent and in, in, oh. on, on the e so i was like okay well i guess i'm gonna go with the e <laughs> <laughs> so so anyway so that was a really freak uh, uh that was one of the funniest things from the application process so what you do, you fill out this a ton of paperwork, right? And and uh, sign and date and blah blah blah, and so you submit, uh, you submit the application. That's like stage one. Mm-hmm. Stage two is they look at it and then um, they say, okay, now you have to select um, from the this list of local newspapers. So like one of them, and you're gonna have to pay for a week. I think one week pay yeah. for your name your petition to be on the newspaper right and they do this so in case someone i thought okay in case someone is changing their name maybe it might have the same like last name or something they're like wait a minute <laughs> no we can't have like the two audi politos out there <laughs> but i think it's like in case like um for legal trouble like criminal like you know yeah i think that's witness why or crim- criminal like situation going on i don't know but it's so funny that they have you do that still because that's not accomplishing anything like no you just have to put it in one newspaper it could be the tiniest newspaper yeah out there and nobody i mean almost nobody's going to read it so yeah it's just such a like old like outdated mm-hmm. um thing that you have to do yeah it's no, very the reason, funny yeah another reason why i thought they do this is because like they need wit- witnesses i guess like they just Ma- oh. you need to make this public saying hey this, this is something i'm gonna do <laughs> yeah you know um does someone want to say something like no Maybe. you shouldn't do it yeah i don't know i don't know so anyway so you have to do that so i picked the cheapest right it was a mm-hmm. spanish local newspaper in san jose and i paid i forgot how much i did i paid but i have to wait wait the the week or so and um and after that the third stage of, of the process is um I kind of forgot. Uh, I think that now... Wasn't it just waiting? I think just wait, I think. Now I think that once that is done... Oh, you had to get a court date. A court date, yeah. So now the last stage is uh, the judge needs to look at it, Mm -hmm. right? And so that was the longest waiting time because I think that was like a six-month wait. Yeah, just because I think the judge was busy. Yeah, yeah, just because of that. Yeah. So it could have been like the next week or so, but no, for for me, it was a six-month waiting process. Yeah. On top of like the other stuff I had to do, right? So then the judge looks at it, and and like it's December, I believe. Mm-hmm. And I started this process like, I think like early summer or maybe yeah. in springtime. Yeah, yeah. Thinking, okay, we're gonna get married in the fall, so mm-hmm. it should be fine. But no, it took like almost <laughs> a whole year to do this, right? Yeah. So you so, did not have your legal name change by the time we got married. Yeah. Correct. Correct. So uh, the judge looks at the paperwork, and I was so nervous. I'm like, oh my goodness, like, 
I'm not sure if this is like enough reason like <laughs> to change. That's so funny. The, yeah, because this is a legal thing. I know, but it's just funny because I don't think that people really care. I guess not, right? So, but I can see why you would like be nervous because <laughs> it feels like a really big thing. But I guess you know, in the yeah. eyes of the law, it's really not that big. Of yeah. A deal. So the judge um, approves it in December, and I get approved. And so then from there, now the whole uh, other paperwork uh, commences, right? So I have to get a new social security card, a new uh, driver license card, uh, all this stuff. Yeah. Right? So so that's the kind of the, the bonus things I got to do. So that's the process. Yeah. I would say. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The process was, because I was obviously there for some of it, it was very, it's just long like it, it just took long. so long and and it was a little annoying that it didn't get legally changed by the time we got married because then when we were getting our marriage license we basically told them the situation and they were like yeah you can't put the name change on the marriage license then because you're not changing your name to his current legal last name mm-hmm. so basically i just had to wait until after we got married i mean i could have done it at any time but I waited until after we got married and then I just went in and like legally changed my name separately. It wasn't even attached to like the marriage license. Mm -hmm. And I think for a reason I did write down marriage, but it just, it wasn't usually you can do that like at the same time that you do your marriage license. Yeah. And we couldn't do that. So it was like one extra step, but for me it was actually way easier because we were living in Oregon yeah. And in like a very small county and it was so easy. It was. I had to fill out one piece of paper, like literally one page with like my name, current <laughs> name, new name, submit it at the courthouse. And I think they had approved it within like a week. Wow. And that was it. I didn't have yeah. to do the newspaper. I didn't have like a whole packet of information to fill out. Yeah, And you had to do something after like get a new social security card. Yeah, all of that stuff. And everything, yeah. Yeah, all that stuff I had to do, but the actual, like, legal name change part was way easier and was done way faster. Yeah, so you got everything done way before I did. Yeah, I was actually, I actually had the legal name fully, though, before you did, I think. (laughs) Yeah. Because I started the process after we got married, and I think it was technically done before (laughs) December when you had your court date. Oh, my gosh, yeah, (laughs) yeah. That was nuts. Okay, so this question is going to be a two-parter. Okay. What is kind of, if you could sort of, like you've kind of alluded to it, but if you could summarize, like what's the main sort of reason why you did ultimately decide to change your name and how has it been <laughs> having this new name? <laughs> so, so I did it. I did it for... I would say I did it for family, like my family, Uh, my mom and dad, brother and sister, Mm -hmm. you and our future family. Mm -hmm. I did it because I thought that I I needed the, the, that new name to carry the last name, to carry essentially my parents' legacy and their history and carry my dad's name and, and own it and let go of the last one, mm-hmm. Pimentel. And so essentially <laughs> I thought like, it's more about what that 
last name means than than doing it like for myself you know kind of you know like okay like i wanted to do it for what that last name carries you know and, okay and 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 there's a lot of value in the in the the polito last name mm-hmm. and the pimentel the audi pimentel like the old self you know the old me um i don't like look at it as like well the last name is like worthless mm-hmm. like i don't think th- i don't think that i think that it is a, a name that like i had for a part of my life mm-hmm. and i i lived awesome i lived an awesome life and i had all these awesome accomplishments and highlights and um benchmarks i i, I reached with mm-hmm. that last name but this new life this second like identity mm-hmm. is is uh yeah i don't know i think that it it marks the plea though marked like this like fresh start mm-hmm. and excitement in, in the last name mm-hmm. and again ultimately it was for like my family yeah and, and thought about like our life and having our kids um you know, carry that last name, and I thought, well, I think that I would want to carry the the Polito last name mm-hmm. instead of the Pimentel last name. Yeah, that right. Makes because sense. I want to, in a way, honor my dad with that last name. Mm-hmm. So that that's how much like so so that's why I did it. Mm-hmm. What was your last question? Oh, the second part was like, how has it been? Like, did, what were your feelings like afterward, and just how has it been having a a new name? It has been great. Uh, like I said, I think that it marked this like new transition, this new uh, life uh, with this like new pr- uh, identity, and uh, in some ways, like thinking like a new person with this last name. And I, I really thought about the the like what we put in in, in last names and just names in general. You mm-hmm. know, I started really to to analyze that and think like like we. I don't know. Each name has a meaning, and and yeah. uh, and not just like what it says on the the internet and says, okay, this means like courage or it means like <laughs> right. strength, you know. But also, uh, it is what you you pour into it, yeah, into the family, true. you know. So I think that that that's what it means to me. The Palida means uh, that name means like just family and love and care and like everything that my dad has put put into the to our family you mm-hmm. know given to us and so i want to pass that along it's kind of like a, a book you know has a story this last name has a as a story and so i want to pass that pass that on to our kids yeah and, and um i thought it's also in a way like a a an adoptive last name mm-hmm. like i i adopted this last name yeah you know i was adopted into this um and and I want that to also be kind of like a theme for our family that um, as we're looking to foster care and potentially like ad- adoption, mm-hmm. like I want that to to um, have that theme carried in, in our family. Like we might get some kids that we might adopt, mm-hmm. right? And so um, the plea though is not like a, you have to be a bio kid, you know, you just have to be a kid in the family and, yeah. you're, and you're in, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Because it does make sense in my in my brain. Yeah. No, I think it does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's something that I have added in the political definition. You yeah. Know? 
Yeah, I so, like that. Because of my story of me and my dad when I was two years old, like I think that plea though is is a uh, has that significance to me, mm-hmm. and so um, yeah, so I'm excited to tell my my kids about that. Yeah, you know my past. Okay, this might be my last question. I'm not sure. Okay, would you like to tell the story of how you told your dad about it? Yeah, it was the wedding day. Yes, and sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Great. Let's move on. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I was just going to ask you, earlier you said that when you were filling out the application that you had to ask your mom about the accent on Josue. Oh, yeah. So did you tell her what what you were doing? I, You know what? I think I did, and I said, okay, don't tell dad, but I'm going to do this. Okay, I couldn't remember if yeah. she knew or not. Yeah. Yeah, I did. Okay. I, I told her, yeah. I totally forgot about that. Yeah, I, I said, like, uh, you know, I said I want to change my last name, and um, I don't think I ever gave her a reason why, but I don't think I knew. I think she knew, to. yeah. Yeah, so yeah. it's like, it's implied. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, sorry, go ahead. So, yeah, so going to the uh, back to the wedding day. So, uh, before, um, I think between taking our pictures, right, before the ceremony. So the Yeah, the, before the wedding started. Yeah, the reveal, right? The pictures of, of me seeing you in the dress for the very first time. Um, after that, we um, I tell my mom and dad, hey, we're going to have a moment. We're going to sit down and take pictures. And so there's a videographer and the photographer, right? Um, and so we sit down and I show my dad the um, the program, mm-hmm. right? So it tells you all the kind of events, I guess. Sequence yeah. of events, I guess, yeah. of the night, of the day. And uh, I hand it to him and say, here it is. Like, here is, um, like, here's my my name. So it said, Audi Polido and Savannah And so I said, I am legally changing my last name, like, legally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and so, um, so he was, like, I think very happy and very, like, I think surprised. I wasn't too sure. I'm like, okay, does he understand that I'm like legally changing my last name? Yeah, that you didn't just like write it down. So I said it like a a couple more times. Like, I am, this is like my name now. This is going to be my name. And I told him like the the process, like I had to do this and this and that. And I'm just waiting now. So yeah, so this is going to be my new name. And uh, I started to cry. I think my mom started to cry. My dad, I don't think he did. But uh, we were just we talked about, I don't know, we just like laughed, cried, hugged. And uh, he said, you know, he's very happy for us and talking about, um, give a little speech about like family <laughs> and uh, and about the last name. He says, you know, it's not about the last name. Like, it doesn't matter if we have the same one or different one. You're my son and mm-hmm. this and that. And so that's like typical dad, um, you know, speech that he gives. And yeah. So, so yeah, so he was very happy and, and so, yeah. 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 So that was one of the, uh, I think, uh, top, like, favorite moments of my life. Just, like, doing that and mm-hmm. doing that on the day of our wedding. Yeah. And so that was very special. It was. So, yeah. So we were, like, at, at a wedding day, we were uh, announced as as Mr. and Mrs. Polito. Yeah. And so, 
yeah to kind of wrap up the, the kind of the the story before we get get into like your thoughts and my thoughts and, stuff, mm-hmm. and more about your thoughts there's people out there that obviously know the story mm-hmm. they're like wait a minute it, you went from Adi Pimentel to Adi Polito right but um, there's also a lot of people now that know me just as Adi Polito yeah and doesn't even know the whole Adi Pimentel story mm-hmm. right and so I think that's kind of a you know a interesting little little like fun fact uh, it, but in people that know know that, mm-hmm. and so it was cool to share that in front of a lot of people at our wedding day, yeah. right? In front of uh, family and friends, mm-hmm. and uh, and so that was really cool to just do that and like show that you know I want I wanted this, and, and yeah, and, and we did it. So yeah, yeah. So now I just want to get your thoughts about it, about like just name change in general, because obviously I'm not the only person who has done it, right? And um, so, yeah. So what are your thoughts about the name change? Like, how do you feel about you changing your last name? Yeah, well, I mean, I guess to start with, as far as like when you told me that you were thinking about changing your last name, oh, yeah. uh-huh. um, I, you know, I thought that it was great. I don't uh-huh. think that I had any like hesitation about it or anything obviously it was like uh your name Uh and i at that point i knew that eventually it would be my name yeah but um but yeah i just thought that it was that that was a great you know like thing for you to do and to honor your dad and Mm -hmm. and all that but yeah as far as my thoughts on like changing my own name um obviously in like american culture it's pretty common for women to change their name when they get married Mm -hmm. and it was something that growing up i never really gave any i never gave it a ton of thought other than just i just knew like oh when i get married i'm going to change my last name yeah and it wasn't something that i ever like considered i never considered another option you know right. what I mean? Yeah. It's something where I think meeting your family and learning about like the Mexican tradition with names. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I've really seen a lot of the value in that and seen how like that's actually I really love and I just have a lot of like love for that idea of like passing down the maternal name as well. Mm-hmm. And the fact that you can that you carry that like maternal name as part of your name and how that's a, a really important part of Mexican culture. Mm-hmm. So yeah, hearing that and seeing that, you know, there was a part of me that was like, Oh, I kind of wish that that had been part of like my family's culture, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but it wasn't. And it, so I think that based on like the way that I grew up and like my family's culture and everything, I'm really happy that I did change my name. And I had, that was something that I think, I had really looked forward to as like when I was younger and thinking about like, Oh, you know, when I, when I get married, I get to change my name, even Mm -hmm. though I never, like I said, I never really considered another option, but it was something that I was excited about yeah, and looked forward to. And so I am really glad that I did to me. It was really about like just symbolizing us becoming like one family mm-hmm. and having that name as the thing that like brings us together as a family. Yeah. Um, I also completely agree with you and strongly believe that 
you don't have to have the same last name that that's not like the most important thing you know when we think about um things like foster care Mm -hmm. and adoption yeah like we can have children who don't have the same last name as us and are a hundred percent our children just in you know in the same way as any other child right um but the name also does mean something and it is like symbolic so it's both you know it's like kind of like you were saying it's like it's really important and it is it it does hold a lot of weight and value but at the same time like it's not everything and Mm -hmm. it's not you don't need it right like you can still be a part of the family in every way and have a different name right you know Mm -hmm. so yeah it's it's an interesting thing there because it's very much both like i very much feel both of those things but Mm -hmm. um so when then when we were thinking about having biological children and then Mm-hmm. Um, now during the pregnancy, really thinking about naming our child. Right. That was something that we really had to consider was just thinking about the last name. And I will say that I think there was, I did have a thought in my mind when we were getting married about the fact that like you and I will have, like I'm changing my name to your name, but mm-hmm. then you technically you have two last names and so we don't actually fully have the same last name yeah and there was a little part of me that was like oh like that's just very different than what i had always known is that like oh families always have like the exact same last name yeah and um and so then thinking about our child we you know we had to think about okay well are we going to follow the Mexican tradition and give him two last names or is he Mm -hmm. just going to have one last name and what are we going to do? And we basically, you know, we did think about it, um, about giving him two last names. Uh, but ultimately we just decided to go with one to go Mm -hmm. with Polito and, um, mostly just because it didn't, it didn't quite make sense with, with like my family, just the fact that like I had only grown up with one last name. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, if I were to pass the name on to him, traditionally it would be like my mother's last name Mm -hmm. or no, that's actually not true. But yeah, I think that it just, it didn't, I feel like if we had decided to do that, it wouldn't have been, it wouldn't have felt really natural Mm -hmm. because that's not my last name anymore. And so I don't know, we, there's no right or wrong. Like we definitely could have done it, Mm -hmm. but we just ultimately decided to go with one last name. And even though there was a part of us that was like, Oh, you know, we're giving up a little piece of like his (laughs) Mexican culture, but you know, but in a way, like he's still getting that name from, um, from our family, yeah, from your family right, and carrying that on. I don't know. I feel like I'm all over the place with this answer. I hope this is making sense. No, it is. Because there is still a part of me that's like, yeah, I I do kind of wish that I, that I, my family did have that tradition of like, you know, that our baby was carrying uh, a name that came from my side of the family. Mm -hmm. Like I just said, we could have done it. It didn't feel natural based on just everything. Yeah. Um, And so we didn't decide to do that. But... Yeah, again, I just, I, I think there's a lot of value to, you know, to both options, so. Right, yeah, 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 so, like you said, I think, like, sitting down and thinking about, like, a name, like, 
I mean, to, uh, there's, re- there's a reason why it took us forever to yeah. come up with the, the baby's name. Mm-hmm. You think about, like, okay, well, a name mean, has some meaning, but at the same time, like, it doesn't have to have, like, this crazy meaning. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> exactly. So, like, it doesn't have to be this crazy, like, special thing, right? Um, yeah. So, it's like, you, your name is what, whatever you make it, mm-hmm. right? Um, so, so, yeah, so that's kind of, like, the, the gist of it that I... Like for me, th- that's my story as far as like the last name, mm-hmm. right? And and purposely, like I wanted to let go of something in order to equip this new last name, right? And so, uh, and then for you, you wanted to have the same last name, you know, to have the for for us to have the essentially the last name, you know, the same one, yeah. And and and, and because for you, that's like that's what you wanted, mm-hmm. right? So. So yeah, so there's um, a lot of like you know analyzing, thinking like what 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 is best for for me, and and so so yeah, so um, I'm pretty good. I'm pretty glad that I got to sit down and finally like talk about the last name because essentially this episode was going to get dropped before the hundredth episode in the celebration, right? And then kind <laughs> of reminisce about the 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 ninety nine episodes, um, and before that, I wanted to talk about like well. The name, the the Polidas podcast, yeah, and, and I mean, essentially, it could have been something else. It could have been called something else, um, but we went with the Polidos, and that's because obviously that's our last name, and it's mm-hmm. it's about like sharing stories about our lives and and people that we know and and stuff. So, um, so yeah, so um, there it is. Yeah, there it is. So yeah, I still have the same initials, um, which is pretty <laughs> cool. Yeah, yeah. But uh, it, uh, I think I feel really, really comfortable, like with with this Polido last name, and I've had it for for now like three years, mm, almost four, almost four now, going four. So yeah, it's pretty nuts. Yeah, yeah, but uh, I love it. Yeah, yeah. So um, since we're talking about uh, family about last names i want to talk about a little bit about the project that i told you about and that you love as well mm-hmm. um my idea is making a family tree mm-hmm. so here's a story about uh, i think i've told this story before but a family tree is something that kind of haunted me since i was a little kid mm-hmm. and so <laughs> so this is uh back in elementary school this teacher, she said, all right, kids, today we're going to do a family tree, right? And everyone, like, uh, on the left side and right side, okay, pick one. One side is going to be your mom, mom's side, and the other side is going to be your dad's side, right? And 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 um, draw and, and name the people that you know, like, starting with your mom and then grandpa and then so on, right? Mm-hmm. And so I started to freak out because I thought, okay, well... I don't really know my bio dad at all. I don't even know his like name. Like mm-hmm. I forgot about his name and I don't have, I have no idea of like who he is and, and all that stuff. And then like the, you know, the grandparents on that side and everything. So I asked the teacher like, Hey, like, is it okay? If, like, well, I don't, I don't, I, I don't know. I never knew my father. <laughs> right. I, 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 I don't, I don't know. Yeah. So, um, can I, write about my 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 dad and uh, i think she said yes what made you think i've never asked you this question before 
when you've talked about this, what made you think that you couldn't just write down your dad? Okay, I forgot the the important part. She said we're gonna do a bio, like a biology, like family tree. So she she kept say, saying the word, uh, biological. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so she emphasized on that, right? Blood related on that mm-hmm, like your ancestry yeah ancestry and yeah. it's all about like yeah your your bio and and everything mm-hmm. so that makes sense i yeah. assume there must have been a reason i was just wondering if you could remember like why did you yeah so have that feeling? Yeah, yeah so I, I felt like i have to i have to write about uh, my bio dad and so uh, i didn't mm-hmm. right um so, so ultimately sorry she did tell you that you could you I, could write about your dad yeah 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 yeah, yeah. So uh, fast forward to now, like I thought, okay, I think a family tree is something that um, I've thought about for many years. My uh, on my side of the family, um, like my aunts and I think some cousins, I was talking about, like, oh yeah, like we should do a family tree, or like or maybe so and so has a family tree at her house or something mm-hmm. like that. But they teased the idea of like a family tree, and if you know Mexicans, if you know like my family, like we we're. we're there's a lot of us, right? That's a common thing. Um, like there, <laughs> um, there's a lot of us, right, in our family, and uh, that's kind of a typical like Mexican thing, right? There's there, there's a lot of like kids and aunts and uncles, right? And so yeah. the whole idea of like creating a family tree is seems really daunting because yeah. it's going to take a lot of work, a lot of investigation to uh, break down like okay, who's who and what what is like your title in this family right and like you know what who are you what's your name what's your <laughs> full name and all that stuff right so um, I want to get into it I finally want to like do it yeah. and and to not just like think about this for years and years but to actually sit down and um, draw one and and write one and um, and so I thought about this I think like maybe <laughs> a few days before we sat down and recorded the uh this this episode last time like last time yeah Yeah. and so i'm like i think think we should do it i think that's something pretty cool so then i told you um and and about the idea and you loved it yeah no i definitely want to do this too i think i mean this is something i've thought about occasionally over the years not that deeply but um my older brother actually made a family tree of our family once but i don't know what happened to it or where it is but Uh i think even just the process of doing it sounds really fun, not just like the final product. Yeah. I really love this idea. And so I think that we should start with our baby as like the bottom. Yeah. Of, you know, like start from him and then go from there. And I think I have th- some thoughts about like the process of how we should do it. Oh, really? I think that first of all, we need to start by using some sort of layout on the computer Mm-hmm. Because I think trying to start it out on paper would be super confusing and like just way too daunting. I think you would need like a massive piece of paper. <laughs> and I just think it might be a little too much. I mean, we could do it that way if we really wanted to like, if we really wanted to. But I think using a computer program would be easier. And I'm sure that there are templates out there that you could use. So I would like to start with that. And mm-hmm. then eventually I would love to turn it into something physical. Right. But I think that the uh, a fun and cool process of like how to do it though yeah. is I would want to start with us, start with the baby, ask him his name. 
just kidding. But start with us and wow. And fill in as much as we possibly can from our own brains. Yeah. And then go to like our parents and say like, okay, now can you help me fill in, like make sure that I'm correct. (laughs) And then also, can you help me fill in more information and then go to our grandparents and ask them, okay, now can you help me fill in even more information? And then eventually it'll have to break off into like, um, aunts and uncles and like, and cousins and, you know, can you give me more information about this branch of the family? Yeah. And, you know, do as much as we possibly can. And then some of it also might require, I don't know, other research. Right. Um, And looking into like history, like records and things like that. Totally. Yeah. So that's, that's what I want to get at is that the question, how far can we go? Yeah. How deep can we go? Right. And, and and so that's something that I've been thinking about. I think it's pretty cool to just know your history, know your past Mm -hmm. with this project. You're going to learn so much from your family and you're gonna like just yeah discover so many cool things and so that's a good question to ask like who do you know right like the people above you yeah and i think it's good to know that and 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 to put a name on it and Mm -hmm. hopefully potentially put a face in to that name right Mm -hmm. so so that's what i want to do is have a uh something um like a poster or something right as the ultimate um that's the ultimate uh, family tree and and also something that I, th- I thought about like thought about how could i also just incorporate every every member every family member like that for them to say like yeah we took a part in this mm-hmm. it's not just like my project it's not just our project mm-hmm. but it is everyone's project yeah you know? so are you imagining like i could see having them sign it or something like next to underneath their name or something yeah everybody who's you know alive yeah that we can ask like have them sign it that'd be kind of cool yeah so yeah so something like that or like a thumbprint or something that's yeah. like, part of the the branches or something how big are you picturing this family tree being in the end it's not about how big the family tree is how big the family is how far <laughs> can we go that's the question right but how I'm far saying, can we go right but i know that you want it to be something physical so i'm just wondering in your brain how big is this i think as big as that Okay. Yeah, that's not a big wall. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think uh, I just pointed to like a six foot uh, wide wall. Yeah, maybe like six or seven feet wide. Yeah. And about like six or seven feet tall. Yeah. So that's not that's not big. I mean, that's pretty big. Yeah. Imagine carrying that around and then saying like, "Here, everybody, like, sign this, or everybody, do whatever." I think that things could be done without like carrying this big thing. I was like, here, do it. It's like, have you heard of like uh, photoshopping or you know? <laughs> have you heard of a glue stick? Of a glue stick? No, you know, like photoshopping. You know what? We'll talk about this later. Okay, I thought this was gonna be hand drawn. No, I don't think so. <laughs> Doesn't matter. the The point. Okay, that's like just logistical stuff. But the point of it is having people's name mm-hmm. and faces, maybe. No, uh, really? Actually, that'd be cool. Yeah. And uh, yeah, That's and, and also like the year, like the their year, the year of the, birth, the, the birth date. Yeah. Yeah. Again, this is logistical stuff. Now we're getting into the inside the baseball or whatever you. Inside baseball, not inside the baseball. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so um, 
but that's it. So we're we're um, we're really excited about this. I think this is uh, this has to be like done. Like in a will, yeah. it will get done. Is this going to be our project for next year? Yeah. So that is it. So uh, that's everything about the name, the Poyler name, the mm-hmm. the history there. The uh, also within the family tree, like I think you know, my history teacher said, you know, in order to look forward, you also got to look in the past. And I'm sure every other history teacher has said that. <laughs> I was gonna say, did she say that or did you just make that up? Because you sound, it sounds like you made it up. No, but it is true. Right? Yeah, it is true. It is true. So, so yeah. So, there's a lot of beauty in the past and in the name and the the meaning and the the history of it. I am actually like excited about it. Like, I, I do want to, like you mentioned, you want to possibly maybe look at like in a way like what do you call it history books or genealogy books or yeah whatever. yeah like it, it doing like maybe for me i'm thinking like 23 and me would be really cool mm-hmm. um and, and just looking at the past and stuff and so um, i'm very excited about this so um and i'm glad that we finally got to sit down and just break this stuff down and, and talk about our visions and our um essentially just our family mm-hmm. and i'm glad that we talked about just changing our our name changing identity yeah you know, and all that stuff so there's a lot there's a lot to that yeah well thank you for sharing the story i know that it was it was a lot and it was like a big kind of a big story but um it was really good and i appreciate you you know just talking about it yeah yeah of course anytime any place anywhere <laughs> <laughs> if y'all uh would want if you have any uh brainstorming ideas about a family tree send them our way yeah like True, do if it. Done one, yeah. The easiest way is to uh, DM us at Instagram or Facebook at the Polidos mm-hmm. uh, and give us some ideas uh, because we are excited. We're we are in the uh, phase one of this uh, project, and that is just brainstorming. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so and just like fooling around, messing around with with thoughts and ideas and stuff. So if y'all have any thoughts, send them away. Mm-hmm. We want to hear them. Yeah. Yeah, so if you do that, we'll know that you listen to this episode. Yes, thank you. <laughs> and as the Starbucks Facebook page says, dress for the September you want, not the September you have. <laughs> See, See you, you next, next time. time. How about we, you, you say, let's get down to me. No. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No. Why not? I can't. That's totally your thing. Yeah. That would be like, that would be like one guy saying another guy's catchphrase. <laughs> okay. <laughs>